0: This is the Variety Sports Network, created for the fans, by the fans. Now to your host, it's tonight's nice show.
1: And welcome to another episode of the Double Double Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Breyer, with you, as always. I got my co-host with me. Folks, he's recovering today, so let's, let's get a little pep in his step. Let's get him motivated here. Let's get him distracted from Browns football. It's my co-host here, Doug Stevens. We'll be reflecting on some Cavs news. They're doing well. Hey, let's talk about the Cavs. Let's keep it. Yeah, let's go Cleveland. That baby, right there. <laughs> I got my co-host. Here with a lot of news this week. I got some storylines wow. we're going to bring up. Our trivia question at the end that we'd like to get to. A little look ahead to Martin Luther King basketball there. I know you guys are, some of you, if you're joining us live, maybe you're probably double screening. Maybe you got the Chiefs-Dolphins game on as right. well. Glad you're tuning over here for some basketball talk as well. A few games going on tonight, Doug. We'll get into those yes. as well. My Warriors playing right now. They're winning right now against the Bucks here. Boston blew out the Rockets. So a lot of good stuff here, NBA wise. How you
0: doing, Doug? I'm doing all right. Um, like you mentioned, I am recovering after <laughs> an extremely embarrassing beatdown at the hands of the Texans. Congrats to them. Um, you know, uh unfortunately leaves a sour taste in my mouth after a good season, but now we can transition full time to the Cavs, give them all of our support. Cleveland, like like we mentioned last week, they are in a four, five team race for the four seed right now, which is, you know, that's definitely an interesting storyline going forward. Um, Pacers, Cavs, Knicks, Heat, Magic are all fighting for that four seed, um, all within a game and a half of each other. So we definitely have things to look forward to. I'm excited to be here with you tonight. Hopefully I will uh, leave the show feeling better than I am coming into the show. Oh, that's a guarantee, sir. Here, that's what we do
1: here on the Double Double Podcast. We're going be, to bet. We're going to get talking some NBA. We're going to try to bring it from uh, get, hit some of the big topics. We're not going to hit on every team. That's hard to do that on the show, but we'll kind of maybe do the best we can to get you that here on the NBA talk as we kind of look at our NBA standings talk as well. Doug, let's go right to this. To me, the big storyline here of, of the week. Uh, to me, it's the Clippers are starting. Right? We kind of briefly talked about them last week a little bit. But I wanted to talk about them a little bit more today to start the show because they're obviously playing much better basketball. They're like 17 and 5, 17 and 6 in like their last uh, last like 20 plus games. So they're obviously playing really well there. And then, but for me too, the other thing that kind of they got the double wings that when they're on their game, like it doesn't get much better than Leonard and right. George. And then you get Harden, who's maybe like has a so much more has, I don't know, seems to have more respect in the way he's playing with those guys that he's operating as more of your bailout third guy that you wish he always did. So that's kind of what I was hoping to. What's up, man, tuning in with us tonight? The Clippers, yeah, I don't – that's the thing with me. I want to get into this conversation with them because, yeah, they're the fourth spot, but they're two games only back. And should – I know it's a weird question, but should they be the favorite? Like, is it is it is it just like, oh, Denver's the champ, they're it. But at what point, like, does can Denver match their wing play if they're
0: playing well? I know you're like, well, they have Jokic, but go ahead, Doug. Okay, so um, when you say should they be the favorite – Um, This past week, uh, some news came. I forget what publication put it out, but uh, as of now, they're predicting a a Celtics-Clippers finals. So I think people are warming up to the ideas of the Clippers being a potential favorite. Um, I'm excited. That matchup intrigues me quite a bit as a finals. Um, But I I think everybody is just waiting for the hat to drop on the Clippers, unfortunately, health-wise. Because you never know. On Tuesday next week, Kawhi, Kawhi could be out for three weeks. Random things like that have happened to him throughout his <laughs> career. Oh man, he's been phenomenal. They've been so good lately. Like you just Real. mentioned, seventeen and five in their last twenty-two. They're really, really good. I, I I think it's unfortunate that we have to view players as good as Kawhi, Paul George, James Harden, as wait and see when they're this talented just because they're injury bug. And well, anything can it's happen. It's a fair thing at this point. It, it is, is fair, fair. I'm just saying it's sad that we get three superstars and we're always waiting for something bad to happen to them. And the only thing that's like, is there, are they, maybe I'm
1: peaking too soon is the right word. Cause you want to play good basketball throughout the year. You just want, I just, you know what I mean? I think that's what the Clippers yeah. are like. The nuggets right now are kind of have that one in the bag. So it's like, well, we're in the three C we can kind of, right. you know, you kind of, you can kind of make your way through it a little bit. So I don't know. That's my part of it. James Harden, uh, in the playoffs i've seen it too many times denver is the favorite yes. uh and the playoff and playoff p there is he does have a little bit of a playoff be there
0: but we've Tyler. also seen Kawhi be just dominant just excellent in the playoffs no he have been seen him and that's I mean, the thing right we've, we've seen Kawhi. him take a team
1: to the finals and and it's a weird team too because you have the westbrook angle too where he seems to have Maybe figured out his rule a little bit more, but he does still take Westbrook shots once in a while. I like some of their other guys, like Terrence Mann. I feel like uh, you know that's kind of underappreciated. I have, I don't know. I'm a big fan of his, like fitting into the- especially playoff good. time. I'm like a, I'm a really big fan of a player player like that when it comes like mm-hmm. money time come play. So I just I thought it was an interesting interesting conversation. Because then, what do you think about Kawhi with that three year deal? Right, they're obviously. You can't not sign him. I mean, you're opening right, up a new right. building with him. I get it. Three year 150. fully guarantee. I mean, that's a ton of money. So he gets it. Obviously, he's, we all know it. When he's healthy, he, he, I mean, he could have been right up there in like this Curry conversation that Curry kind of gets if he would have stayed healthy. As much as I'm a Warriors fan, like if quite if didn't have his personality the way maybe he quite is and the combination of his injuries and then him just being so. Just so, not wanting to talk about it to the media, it's, it won't ever give them a, a, a chance to be there. But his game right. definitely talks for it. So, Tyler says the Nuggets are the favorite. And I know most people are going to say that. I'm just, I think that's fair. But I I'm just to look also, at it differently because all the, the, all, how much wings matter now? Can Denver match them in the wing? Play? I don't know. Like, can they guard these guys? If they got, if can they guard Leonard? Can they guard? Uh, George in a big playoff series. And they got Harden that's going off. You know what I mean? Like that's a lot of firepower coming at you.
0: I like the Clippers matchup um, in terms of their offense facing Denver's defense. They're putting Murray in bad situations. Every matchup he could be in is a bad situation for him. Um, KCP is guarding more than likely a bigger guy. Um, Aaron Gordon's going to have to decide. Is it Kawhi? Is it Paul George? Yeah. Um, Michael Porter Jr. Is still not a good defender. Obviously, Jokic gets to guard um, uh, uh, Zubak. Yep. I mean, I think they give Denver problems in a playoff series. I, I'm all for Denver being the favorite until they get beat. But I think um, if we go year by year instead of taking you know last year's win, the Clippers are just as good as a pick right now uh, in terms of talent, how well they're playing, and individual matchups. I think they're a tough out for anybody. It's just, that, 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 like you said, the wings, the wings alone, if they're healthier, so and that's why talented. I wanted
1: to, that's why I wanted to put that one word of their favorites though, because I want this to be that's what I think they are right as of right now, as we sit right now. I know the T the wolves are there with them, but right? I, I I just feel like they're showing me signs that I'm seeing even on deeper play levels here, like the way we're stopping things, like I'm seeing a little bit more from them. We'll see, and I like Ty Lu with that.
0: Russ Ty is Ty great, great coach <laughs> for them. And I Ty, think that' gonna be underestimated too, right? Right, no, I I, that you're making. So they've got three superstars. If you want, don't want to say Harden's a superstar anymore. Two superstars and a a phenomenal other player. Russ is doing everything he can to help this team win. On the second team, Uh, shout out to that's my sports. Big, big for them. And Ty Lue's a phenomenal coach. He's one of the best three, four coaches in the league. And he's handled LeBron. He's handled. He's handled big guys. He knows what to do with these guys. This is this is a this is a a makings for a team that can make a run, a legitimate run. And the Clippers now, they kind of are,
1: uh, there's a lot, there was some other news about them, right? They also hosted the all-star game here in in a couple of years. They got the stadium. 2026, is that what it was? Yeah, 25, 26. But my point is like that stadium's coming in and we'll see what happens this year. There's a lot, there is some momentum building for them a little bit. I do like, that's my sports uh, comment here. I want to get that on real quick. I wanted to talk about that. See, that was what I was saying about my, my Clay and Draymond takes always with the Warriors. Come on, guys, like realize you're not there anymore once in a while. Let's get off. Let's be the second unit leaders. Let's let's embrace that right. kind of mentality as a basketball player. Let, let's make our team better for because I can make that part of it better. And that's better and for my team. I don't know. That's how I feel about it. I think it, Russ, it took him a long
0: time, though. Let's not act like he did it. So. And I, I have a question for you about the Warriors um, rotations coming up here in a little bit. Yeah. But let's give Russ a little bit more love. Um, he's playing 23 minutes a game. He's averaging 11 points, six rebounds, four and a half assists. Um, he's averaging over a steal. His turnovers are two. He's only at two turnovers a game. Uh, he's playing good basketball. He's doing a great job. Don't shoot threes. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's a recipe. Just so you don't you don't have to. You don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. So
1: I don't know. I, that, they just jumped out to me this week was. I felt that was a conversation we t- kind of touched on last week. I felt I wanted to dive a little deeper into that with that West, like we've talked about Thunder, Minnesota. Yeah, great teams, but they definitely don't have the experience of these guys. And then you look at like, you know, their, your, your Nuggets, it's like, okay, great team. No doubt Jokic is a stud. Okay. Let's just see what happens there with it, though. There is a lot of experience. Like I said, it'd be interesting, you know, how Gordon would do against Leonard and then who are George, you know, Porter Jr. not that him. And or if he is, he's not doing it very good most of the time. But we'll see. Maybe playoff P shows up, like Tyler says, and he's not a big deal at all. So I don't know. I thought on the Western Conference, I, I want to go into the my other uh, kind of thoughts here too on the – but I want to move to the East. But instead of doing that, Doug, let's kind of stay on the West though, like wrap up the Western Conference, and then okay. we'll take my Eastern Conference and re- talk about the East a little bit more there. So if, if we're on that note, we look at that with the T-Wolves. Okay, were you joking when you said or were you serious to me – from the Double Double Podcast Twitter account, that that Edwards maybe could be the next Michael Jordan. in? Is that what I mean? Can we start with maybe
0: Kobe or like I, I, do, I, I see. Think, I think see he plays. In. I think he plays more like Michael Jordan when he was young. Young yeah. Mike. I'm not saying six championships, Michael Jordan. I think he's got that that athletic gift that young Michael had, where he could just score at will. And and I think Edwards takes it in a little bit different way because he has that three point shot that Michael didn't have. Yep. So he doesn't have to, you know, rely on uh, the MIDI as much and some of that stuff. It's 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 just a loose comparison because he has he, the way he moves sometimes has a little bit of that Michael Jordan a- a f- effect. Yeah. And Darren, I'm telling you, if you win three championships in Minnesota, well, that's... You, you might be the greatest player of all time. You Especially might there in a row. I, Especially
1: with I mean that's the if thing. If you get
0: <laughs> one, if you get one in Minnesota, you might be the best player. Ever. <laughs> best player. There are I certain franchises I, where that. I wasn't but, meaning if he's going to be Michael Jordan. I'm just no, kidding. no. He's no, got, I, he's got I, some I, traits that are headed that way. All
1: right, I got you on that. We and oh, I think we talked about it a little bit last week too. With a team starting to catch my attention that Western Conference, slightly is the Pelicans. Just a little bit out there, yeah. just a little bit. Just kind of keeping an eye on them as we're moving forward. The Pelicans they sit at seventh place now. The Kings. Uh, six and four over the last few games they haven't really jumped out the jazz have jumped in there and the, Rock- the Rockets still, The Rockets. still sit at the nine seed the jazz at the 10 the Rockets just cannot win a road game if their life depended on it but the jazz there over and- I mean think about it
0: you got Lakers Warriors Doug City 11 12 and you got the jazz and Rockets there jazz 10 and 2 in their last 12 they're playing basketball in Utah right now no. Our guy, my guy, my former guy, Colin Sexton, is playing high. He's playing really well in this stretch. Laurie Markinen. Are they selling anymore? Are they gonna be selling at the deadline? Why? Exactly if you're so, making this type of jump towards the the no way. It's it's very interesting. The run they've been on, you know. Eight, Maybe they yeah, want to I'm stay the, together, Doug. Maybe they're
1: like we like each other, like in the sense of I like playing yeah. basketball with you. We got to pick it up. We got to win some games here. We don't want to be traded. There's got to be some of that once in a while as an athlete. How many times do you want to always get traded? I, Not I don't always. Think, is yeah. that is that a thing? Not always. I, I really. agree. Like Colin Sexton I, can't be like get me out of here. What what type of what type of like uh, status does he have to even make it like right. without him sounding like an idiot? So he better play well. The marketing's in the world like. If he's in trade talks, then you you can't you're not trading him in 10 seed. You have a chance to get your fan base would rip you to death. He's not even asking for a trade, right? Do you
0: think, say, um, say, uh, let's let me look at the that let me look at the standings real quick. Say, got Suns at eight ah, 2 They're, yeah, They're
1: not even. They're not even. So you have the Suns, Lakers, and Warriors not even in the playoffs.
0: Right now, who would have predicted that at the beginning of the year? Do you think a team like OKC calls and see if they can get Sexton for their fifth man or their sixth man and run run him as their sixth man, a little scoring off the bench? He's I'm just trying bad. to think of who even goes for him at this point. Uh, I. Uh, Warriors, may need another score.
1: Well, you we can, can use it, yeah, you can, need, can use a guy that can score like maybe twenty points for us right now. Uh, but you have
0: uh, a guy I, who has that potential, and now you're putting him back on the bench. What is I the don't think doing? they're trading
1: sec. I don't. I don't think the only I can see maybe ending up on a team like New York, something like that. Yeah, but I a
0: solid think, spot for college, Yeah, like
1: somewhere like that. Kind of fits off the bench. That. Kind of fits that kind of grind basketball a little bit, but I think he'd probably be too expensive. I haven't even looked at the trade. My my favorite trade tracker. I got obsessed with it last week. That remember I was telling you that, Tyler. This team is playing five games max in the playoffs if they get in. Who the Warriors? The Warriors. I, I'm assuming he's talking about the Warriors if he gets in there. This time, but but I, I think he saw the Pelican I. The other team I think that we're – you were talking about the Jazz. That's who he
0: was talking about. Oh, well, I'm not saying the Jazz are winning a series. Yeah, geez.
1: But they're 20-20, and and they're ahead of the Warriors and Lakers. At this point of the year, I would not have said Rockets 9, Jazz 10. That kind of surprises me. That's the case. The top six. The Rockets just lost to the Celtics, so now Utah has the nine seed. Nine seed there. That top six is kind of – I don't know. I kind of like it. It's kind of a fun top six. It's not your usual, like – like you know, what it's it, you got the T Wolves, Thunder, Nuggets, Clippers, Kings, Mavs, got kind of some it's fun. A nice mix. It's, a nice yeah, mix. it's a nice mix. good
0: little group there. Are, do you, are you out on the Rockets? Just real quick. I think what you said about them is way way too big of a, uh, a leap for them. Yeah. Um, the um, four and thirteen on the road, they can't they can't buy a road game. You can't. I don't think you can make um, make the top ten. Uh, with it being this crowded if you can't win a couple games on the road. So I'm going to say I'm out on the Rockets now.
1: Interesting. the Rockets, And we'll see on you know, Brooks there. They've kind of slowed down a little bit. Like I said, they just cannot win a road game. So uh, but, and we'll see what happens with them going forward. Did they, uh, The other team, the Kings, like I said, they've kind of been in that same spot with the move in there. Uh, Grizzlies just can't catch a break. I'll get into them a little bit more. Blazers, they're kind of where they're at. All right, Eastern Conference here. This, and we'll move to that after this question. Okay, I know the Bucks are slightly. I know they're struggling a little bit to their level. I know that, but they're not ridiculously struggling. People, they're just a little off. And we got to remember, Lillard's missed some games, yeah. and it's been, They do want to peak a little bit later in the year, so there are some things. That Giannis is. There's one thing I love about Giannis is like he cares so much, and like I, you can tell he is. He pushes his teammates in the like during the week. He wants to win. I mean, those post game conferences when he loses, like you know, you could tell he's pissed, and like you know, the players that are. <laughs> Are not getting paid whether he's getting paid or feeling like we have to show no, for up for sure. this guy here this guy's working his butt off so um all right my question is I look at the standings in the east and like kind of how Tyler made that point about the jazz and not winning five games yeah I uh, kind of look at that four five six and I' let's not go seven eight yet in the standings I'm just looking at the four five six so i i, I I'm writing. I wrote it down kind of like looking at the standings like okay is there a realistic chance one of those teams would ever in the world beat any of those top three teams in the playoffs in the East? Because as much as I want to say it for hyperbole, I want to see this matchup for this matchup. And it will definitely grow them a team by making a series long. As we stand, like today, does it even matter five months down the line? Will any of these teams uh, in the Cleveland or New York have a chance to beat Milwaukee Philadelphia and Boston? Any way you want to match them up. It doesn't even matter. Like, New York versus Philly, Cleveland right. versus Philly, Indy. I don't even care how you do it. I have a hard um, time come playoff time without an injury to one of those
0: other three teams that, that that these other three can win a game or win a series. So we've talked about this a little bit in the past. I don't believe Indianapolis can win a series against anybody. Um uh, that just I don't I think they're gonna struggle with anybody in the top six in an actual series. Uh Cleveland, I don't think they can beat Boston. Milwaukee is Probably their best chance, and even that's a stretch. If they're completely healthy, maybe they can push Milwaukee. Philly, I think Embiid. I'm surprised you didn't say Philly for the I, I I just don't I don't know how we we handle Embiid uh, in the playoffs. Maxi, I, I think they're easier to probably beat than Milwaukee and Boston. I just don't have a lot of faith in us. Uh, New York without Robinson, I think they're going to struggle. So no, I don't think any of those three teams could beat Boston, Milwaukee, or Philly in a series. I, I don't think there, I think there's the gap is is right there. Three to four is a massive gap. And Miami, unless they can make a move, I think the run's over for them. Well, that I mean, because Miami sits seven,
1: Orlando eight. Orlando's definitely dropped off from when we talked about them a few yeah. weeks. But I still feel like there's there's they're there. They just need more. They're right. They're right on track as long as they don't get to like the ninth, 10th, 12th, like one of those seeds at the end of the year. Right. If they finish they're, 7 or 8, they finish seven or eight I'm, I feel good about them at the end of the year. They finish six, seven, eight, I'm like, okay, you've had a good season, Magic. You've improved. You're getting your guys' better playoff experience. I'm there with it. I just – and you say the heat. Doug, I will never count that team out in a playoff game. And then you get a guy like Hawkes who kind of could fill a little role for somebody and then – and Butler's proven time in and time again that right. you put him in a playoff series and Spolster just got paid um so they obviously, you know (laughs) they're in a good spot there i just i don't know i just find it i'm looking at the standings kind of looking at topics and then i just kind of go to my i'm like these teams i don't think they can be i'm i'm asking somebody out there to tell me where i'm seeing this wrong without it well this could happen yeah but if we're looking at roster for roster these teams aren't winning if their stars are available the only one that kind of would intrigue me a little bit is uh is new york versus philadelphia
0: I think Philadelphia is the most beatable of those three because Which, Max, indeed, Max, Maxie and Embiid has the best chance. Maxie and Embiid, I, I think Embiid does. Uh, he he kind of folds from time to time in the playoffs. He does he does? I, like I said, if New York had had Robinson and was is was healthy, I think they could maybe push Philly. All right. That's I, I think I'm if going. we get out and run and gun against Philly Cleveland, they could maybe push it to six or seven, but I don't know. I don't think we beat them. Right. So yeah, and, and I don't and Indianapolis doesn't play any defense, so it doesn't matter to me. They're yeah. they're they're not they're not an actual threat.
1: It depends. Yeah, they're a matchup person to me too on that one. They'd have to get a but you're right, they just don't play enough to get it. All right, we'll stay on the Eastern Conference there with a little bit as we kind of look through some of the other teams with it. Uh, on the east side of things, and then we'll get to uh, some news and notes here. Talked about the Pacers. What do you think about you know your the Cavs, Knicks, Heat? Then a little bit with that run, and then you have you know the Cavs are an interesting. We talked. We didn't really get into Mitchell last week.
0: He's been playing great.
1: Are you feeling as a fan of that team? Like, because I'm wondering out here just watching it from afar, does it just feel like it's inevitable? He's leaving, kind of like that. It's not the same player, but like it felt like we Durant's over. So. We better win this year, or he's leaving. Is that what it kind of is? It kind of depressing in a weird yes. way. Kind of, it's like knowing he's going to be gone. Yeah, it sucks.
0: Yeah. yeah, because, um, like everybody knows who's watched basketball, getting getting a superstar in Cleveland is very difficult. Um, we've had, uh, what two legitimate super three legitimate superstars in my lifetime. So uh, why wouldn't he play with this team, though? He's getting he has good players on. If he stays. They could get
1: better, or does he think what you're saying? And nobody will join him because nobody joined LeBron. You know what I mean? Is that what it comes down to? Yeah, but but I'm just saying, what in Mitchell's head? Why would he want to leave his team? Pretty good. Yeah, but I think there's a ceiling here. You don't think anybody on your team is going to get good enough to raise that ceiling? You're a young team still. And let,
0: and Tyler just mentioned it in the comments. Two small guards doesn't work. The guard, he's runs. right. He's right. If we were to make a move and it's not popular in Cleveland for whatever reason, Uh, if we were to trade Garland and package him with somebody else and bring in a legitimate wing, I would feel different about the team. Can I ask a question? Yes. That was my favorite part about that Knicks-Raptors trade, Doug, is it wasn't
1: a picks trade. It was players. It was almost old school. Yeah, no, I'm talking, yeah, players for sure. How about if you get Garland, you have to give up a contract, and you just straight get Levine? No. Okay, so you don't want – He's bigger. He's bigger. I'm just saying. Well, what kind yes, of guy But he's,
0: he's such a he's such a crybaby that I don't trust. He's he is such a whiny bitch, and I don't trust him. Would the it Raptors happens. trade uh, their guy to you? Would you, you guys ever do a trade together? He can't shoot though. That's the problem. I'm just saying he's a big guard. I'm trying to think. But, but where does he fit it? If 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 we do if we were to make that move, it would be Mitchell, Struess, Siakam, Mobley, Allen, and that's shooting. Is really really dire. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. I agree. That and also, I don't think Toronto is trading for a point guard after just getting quickly, and they already have Schroeder. I'm just trying What's to. What's the talk out head. there? What What do you
1: want? There's, what do
0: there's, you? DeRozan for Garland? Is that a guard shooting guard?
1: Like you go. You I'd take, rather. I'd rather get.
0: Me? I'd rather get Caruso out of that deal.
1: So my thing is, why aren't you trading Mitchell? Then I mean, you're you're telling me you're not going to win. You, the only, only thing you're doing is saying. I think the plan. I, I think, think the plan is to try.
0: The plan is to give him as much money as humanly possible, and just say he let us down and didn't want to. Come. And if he says no, he says no. I think that's got to be the because if if I if if you're if you're a contending team that is is if you're New York, what are you going to send us? Because you know he's leaving eventually, and you can try to sign him then. Yeah, they're not trading. Yeah, no, I agree, and no well, that's team- what I mean. So. So who do you send them to to get any value back? You you can't Utah for Sexton. Uh, we go
1: back, <laughs> trade it back. We want to trade. Yeah, uh, we, want
0: we, we want we want Sexton and our picks. <laughs> we want marketing back. We want it back. Uh, the I, no, Have I, you I, seen I Draft Day it. movie? Have you seen the Draft Day movie with Kevin yes. Costner? Yes. I, and I want my picks and I just. How uh, unrealistic
1: is that? But that is terrible. fire.
0: It was, it was terrible. Good, fun movie, but, man, that is not realistic. Not the best of that part of it. I agree. That was off with it. All right. Hey, as we're
1: looking at Stan East check, we're still in the East a little bit. We did talk about the Bulls. They, they moved themselves into the playoffs a little bit there. About the Nets? Groups? Yeah, the Bulls have been playing a little better. They, warrior, they lost to my Warriors, though, last night. Boy, they, they, I think the ring ceremony messed everything up last night. The Warriors think, do
0: win every now and then, you know. That, so. Well, I mean, when you when you boo, you made some. I made it. That, that, that was
1: bad rough. karma. Bad karma, Doug. You don't do that. You deserve to lose after
0: that. You know, I understand that you may not like liked him as the owner, and he might have been, a, you know, kind of a shit guy. But he also oh, assembled yeah. he assembled the best team ever. Yeah. He like without him, in. without him, he, he Michael Jordan may win a championship or two. He put together the best team ever. It's
1: it's funny like people like, when you're in a stadium that big, it's hard to like you just can't control like idiots like it's hard to like you just can't yeah. control like idiots when they especially when beverages are like mm-hmm. engaged like I've been to weddings and, like people are getting like the people are speaking up there and people are just like hey blah, 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 in the background I'm like the social right. awareness of people sometimes is terrible so right. you take that into a twenty seven thousand arena the some of those people aren't even seeing his widow down there they're just seeing the screen of Jerry Krause and they're like. Boo! That you know, I don't think yeah, they're realizing right. that it doesn't take away what they did. But my point is, is like some of these fans aren't even a what probably weren't even aware there was a ring. I mean, maybe they were. I don't know. I just I don't think it's as like obvious as like we all take it. Like all 20,000 20, are, are going there. I like the Bills announcer. He's like, "This is not Philadelphia. This <laughs> is not." Like, he's like, "We do not do this. Is not New York. We do not boo that like that." Based on
0: based on Tyler's comment, do you think he boos? Uh, say that again. Does, do you oh, think Lord. Tyler boo? You think Tyler boos Kraus at the shop if he's at Chicago? I think Tyler. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, bo- he boos that. No, does, does he? Does he I boo don't. him? No, I, mean, I don't. He think boos Kraus.
1: No, I don't think Tyler boos Kraus. <laughs> I think like Tyler, Tyler <laughs> I'm wrong. Maybe you do boo him. Maybe you do boo, boo the widow Like that's the thing. My, my dad and I were talking today. He's like, yeah, it's it's totally different. Obviously, if he's there, I mean, I yeah. mean, that's the thing. It just feels different. And obviously, her her reaction. Uh, kind of made yeah. it a little bit. That, you know, that's tough for somebody like that, especially when somebody's already, already died. You know, so, so that's part of it, too. what uh, well, we got Tyler. Warriors are winning. Yes, we're keeping track here. 72-67, third quarter. Uh, going along here with us get you a couple other scores updated here. New York beating the Grizzlies by nine. Washington, we just Washington. talked about the Offense 108-81 over those Hawks that are probably going to be They're going to be making a trade. OKC, OKC beating Orlando. Dallas over by over two over New Orleans, and they got a couple games late here. You got Utah at Lakers late here today. So a lot of uh, lots of good good basketballs to going on. And that East though, that is kind of a shocking score there, right? A little bit one away. Not in terms of like them be, Atlanta being great, but maybe Atlanta Murray does he well, when does it when does it, they blow it up like Wiggins where from Murray, I was
0: where do you think he ends up? I was
1: thinking could the Warriors will the Warriors do Wiggins for him straight up? Warriors can we? I, there's other teams in the league. I understand that, but I literally think that's where he. I mean, Wiggins for Murray to me is where I think a player for player matchup could be make sense. He can't. Has the twenty eight year old player that's supposed to be in their peak ever gotten worse over time? I mean, like, I, can I get Minnesota Timberwolves Wiggins back a little bit? Like, I mean, like we're getting nothing out of him. And what I'm saying is, you have two teams, Doug, that are at the 11th seed. I'm just saying, like, this would be a trade where the Hawks take a chance on him and they think- change conference where you don't feel like you get burned and the Warriors get a guard yeah he's small and i agree with tyler two small guards don't play well but we're getting nothing out of this man and we need something who somebody can can somebody keep the ball in front of somebody and so do i don't think- know i i know that's a warriors thing you think but i'm just
0: that's the two teams that made sense when i looked at it do you think the warriors like let him you know in atlanta he doesn't get to be to have the ball like he used to in, in san antonio when he was like a triple double threat every night do you think I don't know if Golden State gives him that kind of freedom either. Uh, no, I think what Wiggins needs the ball. I mean, he's a ball scorer. That's no, but what I'm he... talking about Murray in, in and was- in, in Golden no. State. He was, he's not going to have the freedom where he really excelled as a Spurs player. Now he comes to Atlanta and he doesn't get the ball the same way. That could still be an issue with Curry. I mean, I know Curry's great off the ball, but then Draymond wants to have the ball. You know, Clay needs his, you know, 12 to 15 shots a game. I don't know if that helps Murray – in Golden State, long term, th- unless Murray gets to have the ball, I think it's a spark, and I think they need something.
1: And I and I and I don't even think the Hawks would do it. I think they would want more. So I don't. I would. Know. So
0: <laughs> I would I wouldn't boo once I saw the old lady. So he's he's booing before she gets on the jumbotron. Yeah, that say. is confirmation right there. <laughs> all right. Hey, that that
1: I that's like I said, Maybe that's a little different. But you got the lady there. That's a little tough. There. Like I said, one of the more interesting ones Tyler does. I always say all the time is that small and bobblehead one just weird like it, not nearly the same because obviously but just having the owner getting booed the new owner there and then like my favorite part is i'll wait that's like oh god you, you don't say that it's like wrestling at that point Boo, you're getting booed even harder if you say a comment like that so he would basically it's like a bad guy riling up the crowd uh rick barry my favorite part i want to get it as a quote here come on guys come on guys uh took the microphone and said that he's gonna do a great job he did. All right. We got a good job. He did a good job. All right. So uh, we talked a little bit about the East there, kind of moved through it. Like I said, Hawks kind of making – they're not looking good. Raptors, it looks like they're giving up. It, it almost looks like unless the Hawks or Raptors magically get hot, the Nets, Bulls, Magic Heat are going to be the end of that standings there with it. So, um, um, One more question for you about yes yeah, give me a question before we go, go to the
0: injury talk here. Who do you trust more going forward? Uh, and this is because they're so close in the standings, both four and a half games out of first place, Dallas or the Pelicans. Who do you trust more? I I think I would. I
1: still trust Dallas more. I feel like Luca at the end of the day, as much as like well, I yeah. as much as I like Bi, I just don't think. I just think Luca is the difference there at that because more, New Orleans frustrates me at the end of games. Like whenever I watch, I've watched them a few times on League Pass here throughout the the year. And whenever I go to the last five minutes, like their last eight minutes of games, it's tough to watch. Sometimes it's, it's just it's tough. Like they just get they end up with a bailout shot half the time, so, and, and and that's not what you want. You want to be getting good shots off of cuts and movement. And right. sometimes they're stale. Recently, they've been a little better, but they have they're still. To me, I do worry about them in in those type of situations where I like think, Dallas Luca.
0: Do you think there's anything to get for? like a CJ McCollum or anything like that to maybe boost them a little bit more
1: Would the CJ, would they, would they do that
0: trade? I don't think well, that's that what I'm, try, I'm trying to figure out if there's an, if there's another level for the Pelicans.
1: Oh, I, and I think there is, I think the level is Zion, I really do. I yeah. mean, he's got, he, he is the level for them. He hasn't jumped to the stardom that they needed him to be yet. Like he's inconsistent with things. He, like I said, they do bailouts with him. Like they're not going high post, Handoff, pick and roll. They're not. They're not getting him off movement, coming off curls for let going left hand with speed at the end of games. It's very one on one, and then he's just sitting there, offensive rebounding the whole time. Where there he has. You get that type of human being moving with any type of angle leverage, he's gonna get fouled most of the time. So, and he and he's not a great passer. He's a good passer, but he's not a great passer. And that's kind of the other thing I've noticed with him a little bit. Yeah. He's not terrible at all. But I like not, Point Zion. I think he's fun. I think he is, but he's not like boom close. Oh, yeah. Not like you see your Webers of the days and stuff like that. Oh god, but that's totally fine because Weber didn't have put your shoulder into him as yeah. much as he did uh, Zion does with it. So I don't know. That's what it is. Eric Spolster is the goat of the week securing the bag. <laughs> that was all my dues and notes of the week. But then we're that's gonna get that. Yeah, but let's cut to it right now. That's my sports. Yeah, yeah. no, great, great call there. Uh, I think a lot of guys out there that probably have been divorced. Not, I am not hey. one of them, but if you have been it, if you got remarried, I'm sure that is maybe on your mind a little bit with that. And that's a lot of money. A lot of people yes, saying she fumbled the bag. I, when I heard that somebody uh, say that, yes. I started laughing because as I work at a K through eight, like I hear a lot of the junior fumbled the bag, man, yeah. and <laughs> like a ball or something like that. So, <laughs> what?
0: Eric, one final question before that. our next topic. One final question. Yeah. keep would it going. you tra- Would you trade Darius Garland in a piece? for Brandon Ingram, would you make that move? Say that again
1: for me, one more time.
0: Darius Garland for Brandon Ingram. Like, if, if Cleveland said Garland and another guy for Brandon Ingram to make the money work.
1: Yeah, I would. I would. I, if I were you guys, I would obviously do that. But would, would the Pelicans I, do that? I, I don't think the Pelicans would do that.
0: See, I'm that's what I'm wondering, is because then they could play Garland, they could play Herb, they could play Trey Murphy, and then CJ could get to the spot where I really think he belongs is that sixth-man spot. If I was the Pelicans, I this
1: is gonna sound crazy. I would try to trade Herb Jones to get somebody else that would be even better. Like I think he's a heck of a player, but I think he's good
0: defender, solid shooter. There um, was this
1: podcast last year. Like once a while, I will listen to. I don't listen. I do like. I listen to him all the time. But it's Bill Simmons, and I remember the episode I was listening to. I think it was last year. He loves Herb Jones. Yeah, but he did a pyramid on him, and I was like, he had him like at like twentieth of the no trade list. Like he wouldn't trade him, and I was like, oh. But my, my point was is like I think he's good, but I didn't see the offensive potential in him. So I'm just thinking out loud, like if they want to get to the next level, maybe they could use him as a chip with like a CJ to get, I don't know, like maybe a different mix of guys. But I think CJ's good for him. That's the problem. I don't think they want to move mm-hmm. on for him. But the problem is, is he's like one of those awkward players where he kind of makes a little bit more than he you need him to right. make, money wise. You're like, Can you make 87 million dollars? Like, does that really help you out? Like because he's good, but he is also limited in some areas. So like there is like this thing with him. So I don't know that would be interesting. I think the Pelicans can make I think they're in a position in the West where if they really wanted to do something, they could they could kind of take it to the next level a little bit on the team. I think Sacramento's in the same wave too. I think if Sacramento, Sacramento
0: if Sacramento could get Brandon Ingram, they'd be a trouble. Maybe or rude. even if they got the
1: guy from Toronto that they said they're not doing anymore, uh, Siakam, Siakam, yeah. Siakam. yeah I, I come on, I keep wanting to say
0: that. Hachimura
1: for some reason. That's
0: uh, not it. Could but, you imagine uh, Hachimura was that auto
1: commodity? Yeah, I don't know <laughs> why keep wanting to say him. I don't know why. That's I think
0: goal. Dallas should get Siakam. Go
1: all yeah. in. That wouldn't be a bad one at all. At all, getting Siakam there, I'd like that move for them. Um, they went for Kyrie last year. I still think they need another big. Um, <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's go to this topic here. We're about 35, about 35 minutes in the show. Appreciate you guys tuning in as uh, I know dolphins and chiefs are going on right now in the matchup. If this was talking the gridiron, I'd give you a, I'd give you an update. But guess what, people? It's not. So you're not getting an update there with it. I will give you a Warriors update Those 78, 70, 77. They're losing. They're battling. Uh, you they're were battling. talking about your Pelicans. They are losing at halftime. 54, 49 to Dallas. And we got Utah and LA just starting up 6'4 early there. Uh, And New York's holding on to a lead against Memphis, up by eleven. As I was speaking about Memphis, I mean, we we do talk about a tough week injury-wise. Holy moly, it doesn't get much worse than what they had to go through injury-wise this week. Um, Nobody's saying they were they were winning the championship this year, (laughs) but my goodness, you lose Morant for the season to shoulder, you lose uh, (laughs) Smart for six weeks after he just gets back, and then Bang goes out yesterday with spraining an ankle. You already have Adams out. You already have Clark out. You have Rose out now. I'm just saying. You talk about a team that's going to be. It, it's one of those. And I, you've probably gone. I know you've gone through with the Cavs, the Warriors. Your team's already like being dysfunctional, and then you just have injuries hit everything, and it's right. just like. Next thing you know, you're the Warriors from the COVID year, and Eric is the most important player in, on your team. Like I always, you get my point. I'm big. On, I, I'm big following Grizzlies Twitter, so. I'm hearing a lot of Vance Williams. So I know I'm getting into Vance, G League uh, talking Big Vance. That's awesome. And no disrespect to Big Vance. I'm just saying, like, you hear these guys that, like, end up being, like, good contributors for teams in seventh and eighth men because of, Vance like got 13 years. tonight. Because, yeah, but because of years like this where these teams, like, they just have a bad year, they have to bring up these guys to play more, and then you get a chance to play, and you're like, oh, yeah, Anthony Morrow, he could play some basketball. Oh hey, oh hey, that that guy, that guy right there complains about Anthony Tolliver. Oh, he can hit them threes. Like you have guys where you're like, oh, these guys don't fit in. So I think the Grizzlies will get some of that this year through it. Uh, but man, what a terrible injury week for them. Paul goes Crazy. out. And, well, Halliburton has the hamstring injury. You're talking the Paisley there. Doug, Tons of
0: injuries around the NBA. A lot so he, of injury he bugs. He even went out for a week. Yeah. Question. Um, obviously, the Grizzlies. You know, their season's all but done now with, with the injury bug. Yeah. uh thoughts on the chris paul injury affecting you guys is it like is it, it affecting that. you is it not what do we what are our thoughts there i like I, said, I don't think i think the paul injury it, it does
1: affect us at times but i also feel like it hasn't allowed us to play some of our other guys that we need to play a little bit more just to kind of figure out what we have and more with them so I, it will definitely affect us. Uh, there's moments where it's like, gosh, we need a guy in here that can just like take care of the basketball for like five minutes and not want to do a, a pass with one freaking hand across the whole basketball court <laughs> and get it stolen. So it'd be nice, you know, like Curry comes in, he got the rookie pods who has been good, but he likes wow. to make some crazy passes as well. So you get like these turnovers here where you're like, my gosh, people, um, and that's why they blow games. Do They turn it over a lot at the end. And even with Paul there, they were they were they were missing a little bit. So you guys have I think always been just, kind of a turnover prone team, though. I feel like it hurts us, Doug, but I don't. I mean, this sounds crazy. I don't feel like it kills us. I don't know. Well, I, like, but yeah, I mean, I don't I know. That guys... What do you, can I get your thoughts a though, little back on the Grizzlies, real quick though? Like, I know we've kind of been making fun of, like, in the sense I had a five seed. Obviously, that's not going to happen now. But my point is, is like. This team a couple of years ago felt like they had the arrow pointing. Way, they were next. They felt like they were way next up. And I and some people were saying, "Oh, this team's getting way cocky and they're getting ahead of themselves." And in, into some truth that has taken place. I don't. You think even if you're a Grizzlies fan, you have to kind of feel that way a little bit. Like, and I know if you're a fan of the team, you want to be confident. You want to be like, "Oh, look at my team. They're they're great. They're going to be next." I think it's more just the way my personality is built is where I'm more. I try to play more pessimistic to not. I think that's it's the baseball side of me. I don't want to make bad luck happen. Right. So I think, like, my thing is, if I'm too cocky, something bad is going to happen eventually. And I'm not sure. I'm not saying that's obviously the case with the with the Grizzlies because they had other things, but it sure feels like man, some bad luck hit him after that run.
0: It, it really did. It, it all really started with feel a cool
1: injury on Morant
0: in the playoff series. Yeah, it did. Um, what do you think? Should they just? I don't know. This isn't really even a great year to tank, unfortunately, to help bring in another guy. I think they just play it out. Yeah, you got to kind of play it out, but man, with no Marcus Smart for six weeks either, you're just getting so far behind that tanking seems like the, like a, a, a rely an a viable option, though. I don't think the these injuries, injuries are, are these injuries are nuts. It's a, that's
1: a lot of star power. I don't think you can ever tank with these teams. You don't even have to tank. You just got to play hard, and you'll get
0: some. You'll get losses still.
1: Because yeah, I mean, this
0: They've got fourteen wins. They would have the, they you know if it was how they should do it, they'd have the sixth pick, yeah. Instead of the I, I, what you know, quick thought. What are, what are your thoughts on the lottery? Do you like it,
1: mm. or would yeah, you rather do. be the NFL? I do like, I do like it because in basketball, it's just so much easier to tank. And you, do you like, get,
0: but would you be mad if they went to an NFL model where you know where you're picking?
1: I, I wouldn't necessarily be mad. I'd just be like kind of frustrated knowing certain teams on certain years took advantage of it a little bit like okay. they did they did the, the spurs got lucky but i'm still pissed that they got that one they were like up there for running when duncan and, and victor were there
0: it's just yeah. like one of those
1: things like i don't know i guess they just get lucky and that's the, what happens with it but i just feel like those injuries are big and then kate goes out the week and, and then we didn't even talk about Halliburton. we talked about the pacers like this is the time of year where you where the standings can chase so we gave you the standings check right. but my point in doing that week in and week out a little bit is to understand like we're at the point of the season now where we're close to all-star break. You're going to see even some teams like it might be the Warriors and Lakers. Who knows? They could jump to six and five. I'm not saying they will. Maybe it's the Suns drop, jump to four. Like you, this happens in the NBA. And you know why? Because January through March, these guys have now played a lot of basketball and injuries tend to happen. It, the games get more important. They, they There's more on the line. And that, that's what I feel. So, I, I'm not saying it to me it's not surprising, but it is surprising that this one team along with these other guys just a lot of injuries in
0: one week. So right now let's 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 do this as like a, a little um you know test. Yeah coming into today, the Pacers are the four seed. They're uh 24 and or 23 and 15. Halliburton's supposed to be out two weeks. Yeah. In two weeks time. Let's see where they are because this could be a really tough stretch. I mean, they got the nuggets tomorrow. And then you know, after that, this could be a tough stretch for them. A, a, a minor two-week injury in a loaded East, and, a, right. and a, you know, a conjumbled East, you could be you could be in the seven or eight seed in in a week. So two weeks without your best player is definitely going to be a battle at this time of year. And, and I think that, and and
1: to that point, is kind of, <clears throat> of what I'm saying. Like you're right at this time of year, it's, it's going to happen, and you're going to see some swings. Like not right now, but. And the couple like come February, we're looking at we're gonna look at these standings, and I guarantee they're gonna be a lot different. So we'll see okay. what happens with it moving forward. Tons of injuries, like I said, to get into them and I have the ticker going at the bottom with them if you're joining us here right now with it. Um, here on the double double podcast variety sports network, checking in Chiefs Dolphins. I know you guys are probably some of you are watching that game as well. Keep you a little updated on the NBA here. One of the close games going on here is got uh got Spurs and uh Bulls. Bulls up by three. Just started the third quarter there in the NBA. Warriors uh, down two to the Bucs as we're starting the fourth quarter there. About one minute left. Uh, Nick still have a good lead over the Grizzlies up by 14 as we just talked about them. So that's somewhere NBA and you got the Lakers and Jazz just kicking it off here early. Uh, on a Saturday night, a big wild card weekend here, Varieties, but We got a lot of stuff going on this week, folks, at Variety Busy week
0: for the network. Yep,
1: Even a little baseball talk we had this week. So on this network, we bring it all to the table here. College football, that was wrapping up this week with Michigan. Uh, getting the win versus Washington out there. So a lot of stuff here, wow. at Variety Sports Network with it. I know. I'm sorry, Ohio State guy. You got it done there. <laughs> all right. Let's go to news and notes a little bit with it. Um, let me back. He's back. He had a good game. Hornets continue yeah. to, like I said, one of just, it's, it's one of, it's just, what do you Are want? they the worst, they you, the worst franchise? What's the, is it, it's definitely the worst franchise. It's not even close. It's like, they, the they, it used to be the Warriors and Clippers, but the Hornets have passed it at the last yeah. Since they came back, I would say they've now the worst franchise. Like, yeah. since they really haven't just, they really have done nothing in the no, league. All- uh, not, I mean, Bobcat's terrible as the Hornets, terrible. And they really haven't. Well, I mean, the star players they've had have been, yeah, Kemba Walker. He was more just a – felt like a system star, if that makes sense. And then you had like – you know what I mean? So yeah, he was good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he was a bum. I'm just –
0: Yeah, he was good. He was an all-star level Sometimes
1: guys on teams like that, they can get Mm -hmm. elevated a little bit because they can get the ball a little bit more and that kind of thing. That's kind of what I meant by that. But they really just haven't had their – they're guys, and it'd be interesting if Charlotte ever moves as a franchise. Um, one, that would be one of my teams. Thirty years, if we, in my lifetime, will they all? Will Charlotte still be there? We'll see. So that happens with that, but they get Lamelo back. They still get their butt kicked. Are you a Lamelo guy? No, no,
0: I'm not. Why no. are you not? Too I too just, scattered. I just haven't. I haven't enjoyed him since he was in high school. I just don't love. I just. I don't know. There's just something about it I don't love. I don't think he plays winning basketball. I think everything he does is is more more um, gaga than substance. Um, I'll tell you this. I wish the Warriors he's a, took him he's over. A to me. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know.
1: Uh, what, what do you mean, you don't know? At least he could shoot and make a play or two. That's yeah. the thing the Warriors need. They need somebody and get 20 points. That's and true. They,
0: I mean, maybe he would have been coached better and maybe listened to Steve Kerr more. I don't know. The whole ball thing just always never worked for me. I mean, no, they he went right. out – too. You know he got two of the three sons drafted, but it you know I just yeah yeah no all right so he's back yeah, I think before. I think ball's an inefficient scorer also for the most part That's and fair. he turns the ball over quite a bit and he's just no defense at all he doesn't, he and he doesn't the get, defense and he gets injured a lot right yeah health is an issue and it sucks because Brandon Miller is having a good season you know as a rookie you know fourteen a game shooting shooting the ball pretty well but it's just He's stuck in a dead franchise, unfortunately.
1: Green coming back soon for the Warriors is kind of an interesting thing. There, we'll see how that plays out. Came out that maybe he wanted to uh, retire for a little bit. There, Adam Silver had Jesus to take a profit out of it a little bit. Uh, Doug, there from uh, from retiring, it'll be it will be very interesting how he, his style of play when he gets back. Obviously, as somebody that's watched him for thirteen years. And I've watched – when you watch every game for a long time, you really do pick up on the way people play right. and their tendencies. And, like, you just know it. they will be interested in what his aggression level is like, how he controls his emotion along the way there with it. Like I said, the best game he played last was game six at Boston. Like, that's prime Draymond. Like, oh, he playing hard but no emotions. Just playing hard but no emotions. But, yeah, but, but
0: he totally babied Jalen Brown. Like, he, he abused Jalen Brown. He did, but I just mean, like, his
1: psychological – Focus mm, in that okay. game yeah, 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 is what yeah. I'm like. Literally, if he can get to that point, game rewatch game six, Draymond, just be that guy. That call goes your way. You're talking to the guys about how to get the defense to stop. You're right. literally just locked in on winning the game and dealing with everything else, not worried about the extra stuff going around. Like control what you can control. And that's right. what he's, he's gotten out of. He's trying to control more things, and you can't do that. You have to control that part of it. So he comes back with it. Bulls celebrate their stuff, uh, with, with Jerry Cross. There, we talked on that a little bit. My dad was like, You want to rewatch it? I was like, I really don't want to see that lady like re-watch. do not something like, I like, need to, to see again there with it. So I was like, I think I'm good there. I'll check check that out. So we had that. I want to play a little bit of this sound bite. Just give me just a second to to get it okay. up on the screen, to get it up on the screen here. Um to me, it was one of my favorite parts of the basketball week. All right, that was my is our uh Our our Raptors coach out here, like a guy. I don't even even know his name right now. Uh, But this this is is
0: awesome. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Dad. That's 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 outrageous.
1: What happened tonight? This is completely BS. This is shame, shame for the referees, shame for the league to allow this. Twenty-three free throws for them, and we get two
0: free throws in
1: in a fourth quarter. Like how to play the game?
0: I, all, I understand uh, respect for all stars and all of that, but we have star players on our team as well. How's possible, is Scotty Barnes, who is all-star caliber player in this league, he goes every single time to the rim with force and
1: trying to get get uh, to to the rim without flopping and and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two uh, free throws for the whole game. How's that possible? How are you going to explain it, that that to me? They had to win tonight. If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. <laughs> awesome. He goes awesome. off for another minute if you awesome. want to check it out. But my, even my mom was like, that was a great rant. And then he comes great up and says, Warriors the next night. So, of course, they get to win against them and crush the Warriors. Mm-hmm. But he, Doug, the thing I enjoyed about that rant was he was, he's right about a lot of that game. I didn't watch the game. It's funny. I heard some people comment. They're like, yeah, but 10 of those three throws were intentional fouls. Like, you never really know until you watch the game what the fouls were. But mm-hmm. my favorite part was... Scotty Barnes goes to the hoop one day <laughs> with <And> then, force. <laughs> it, it, it goes on too long, but he goes. Scotty Barnes will one day be the will be the uh, what do you say the face of the NBA? Like yeah, you know, I was like, whoa, we're getting a little far. I mean, sure, sure here's right the thing: you
0: you're he 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 went a little overboard with the Scotty Barnes part, but man, I love that. I love that when a cool. guy will go out there and will will back it up the team and <clears throat> say what needs to be said because. Yes 10 of those free throws might have been personal fouls um to you know for free throws and stuff like that but it was completely one-sided in, in that anyway like he's not wrong in saying calling out hey our guys are going to the rim hard too and we're not getting the same calls I think that it happens a lot uh the NBA you know officiating is a hard job but it is there's some bad officiating in the NBA there's bad officiating in every league and I like the fact that he went out there and stood up for his guys and was vocal, and I appreciate it. I like that kind of uh, kind of fire in a coach. Uh, I'm the same way. I, I thought it was great that he uh, – just his
1: emotion and his players, obviously, were going to like him for something like that. You do yeah. that. Your players are going to be a big fan of you. So those are some of our news and notes from the week uh, this year, this week around the NBA. A little side note there. LeBron, I did – I always do rip it on, but he's going for 40000 He's getting closer. So uh, just a little side note there, keeping track of the NBA stuff there with it. Uh, people out there following us on Variety Sports Network. I don't know why we're not on Twitter tonight. I have it set up here. There's a there's a, there is a there's a green check next to next to it there, but I think it's maybe because I put it on uh it looks like I maybe put it on my Fat Boy Fadeaway Twitter instead of the, uh, the variety sports net Twitter there. So people trying to follow us there, that might have been the reason uh that was the case. You do a lot of, of these people, sometimes you hit the wrong button. That might have been the case. Hey, so, we're here,
0: hey, we're talking hoops. Okay. I am
1: Fatboy Fadeaway. So you can if you're on my if you're on my page, you can follow me. Could, oh, I am Fatboy Fadeaway. But that is part of it. That was my thing. So if you're if you're on it, branded, we're in a little text message there. You probably saw it. He's like, Why are you on there? I was like, I don't know why. Well, I looked up at it. Now I now I know why. I put <laughs> I put mine instead of your instead of Variety Sports Network. But that's all right. We're here, people. Same thing. Go follow us at both places. All right. NBA trivia time here with it. Uh, all right. My first hint is going to be this. I'm, I think this could be one you maybe get on the first guest this, this year. I think this is maybe the one that you get for it. All right. So NBA trivia. I made this is a who am I? Who am I? I had to dig, I just want to throw it out. Seventh inning stretch, also awesome variety sports network. We did a who am I on there. If you're a baseball fan, go, I'd be curious if you could get that one as well. All right. Basketball. Who am I? I made the all-star game four straight years in the Eastern Conference from 2013 to 2017 and was all rookie in 2006 and 2007 for a Western uh, Conference team. Now, he made the all-star game, like I said, four straight years for the Eastern Conference, was all-rookie 2006-2007 for the Western Conference team. Any guess you want to take there? And I can give you another hint after that
0: one. Um, All-rookie for the Western Conference in 2006-2007. Hmm, 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 hmm. Uh, can I have? I, I don't. I don't have a, I don't want to waste a guess. Um,
1: well, give me. Give one. me one
0: more. Give me one more. Uh, for Western Conference team, and then he went to the. So he made it for the
1: Eastern Conference for all for there. So here's my next clue. I'll give <clears> it to you. So again, made the All Star team four straight years in the Eastern Conference. 2013 to 2017 was all rookie in 2006 2007 giving the year he came in the league hint number one here was a second round pick out of louisiana tech led college in rebounding i believe his last year in in the ncaa as well so i believe that was also something that made what was it was fascinating fascinating me about this guy uh it's just a forgotten player around the nba solid player there with it i'll give you another one with it and then we'll give you four
0: straight go. four straight four straight yep
1: all star all guy. star games from louisiana tech i don't think this will help you too much but i'm going to add it to it hit number two all time defensive player of the year i think if i if i go hit three i think you will get it so if you would tell me what you am want I me drawing to- a blank I think you might need hint three, and if you do, I think that's what it's all right. I'll give it to you on this one. I think we need it. He played for the Jazz his first seven seasons in the league. At some point, he also did play. I don't want to. I can't get. I won't give the team he made the All Star. Oh, team. I am with.
0: struggling. All
1: right, well, I'll give you one. I'll give you a, a, another one with it. He played. This is where he made the All Star team with. This probably will help the most. He played for the okay. Hawks. Four straight years on the Hawks, made the All-Star season for 2007. To- Doug, I think I could tell in your face. I think I might have to give the answer here on it. I think I might. The Hawks? The Hawks is where he made the All-Star team four straight years. From Louisiana Tech. Second-round pick, led the NCAA in rebounding average-wise that year. So, And he was he started with Utah seven seasons pretty good seasons with utah as well um and then moved on to atlanta uh, moved on to atlanta then went to denver then ended his career in brooklyn i believe for a season there as well so that was a career if you have it in the comments be feel to turn it in there if you're on twitter sorry <laughs> <laughs>
0: um well, let me okay give me a second i gotta work this out louisiana tech you can do it, Doug. I believe
1: in you. Yeah, I believe in you. You can do it. You can do
0: it. Oh, uh, uh, Started in Utah with it. So he came right up. Did he come right after Boozer or were they on the same teams?
1: Huh? He did he came he's right, after, right after, he's Boozer. after Boozer. Yeah, he's, he might have came on right when Boozer was there at the end. All right. I'm going to give you the answer on this one.
0: Oh, wait, 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 wait. Um. Yep. Oh, you shit. You uh, had that? it. You had it. Uh, Paul, you had uh, it. Paul Millsap. Yeah, wow. the boy. He oh got there. God. He got there. He worked. His I way don't know there. why I completely forgot where he came from. That's, uh, that was. A I thought experience. you would know
1: that because of the college stuff with Dayton. I thought you yeah. might figure that out. because it's a lower. I level. then I was
0: like, I was trying to remember. I, I was like, who for the Hawks was even good this decade? That was a good one. I That oh. was really bad. No, I didn't want to make it too, but I
1: like I was like going through. So what I do is I go on basketball reference. I'll start looking at years, yeah. kind of go through like players and just the names will start to pop up. And I'll be like, oh, this guy maybe was forgotten about, but was still pretty good. So I wanted to pick this week. It was like a four or five-time all-star that yeah. is a good player, was a heck of a player, but he just wasn't like your superstar player. But uh, definitely if you're a hardcore NBA fan, you definitely know about Paul Bill Savage. Yeah, that was, uh, was uh, that was a, a good one. He was a good player there for sure. So that was a good – that was our trivia question there for the week on that. All right. This date in NBA history we're kind of getting towards the fourth quarter of the pot here. I know people tuning in. Doug, do you know the score of our Dolphins? Dolph we give our fellow football fans a little bit of a love, or do you actually know the score here with
0: it? Last time I checked at halftime, it was 16-7 to 7
1: Chiefs. 16 to 7. Let's take a look. And just to help out our people here on double Dough, they're check, it is 16-7 on Peacock. I know not a lot of people, not a big fan of that, but it's all right. Warriors down three, seven, uh, 22 left out there. If you're watching, Knicks still got the lead. Dallas still has the lead. All right. Eight people tuning in here late like to the comment. Hey, NBA trivia. If you're tuning in late, I made the all I made the all-star game. Four straight years in the Eastern Conference from 2013 to 2017. Do you want to give it with that answer? I gave Doug a second round pick out of Louisiana Tech, one time defense uh, player, uh, all star, all defensive team. Yeah. Played for the Utah Jazz's first seven seasons. If you know him, leave a comment there. I'd be, be happy. With it. So, all right, let's get to this date in NBA history. I thought kind of a funny one, just given what happened with the Bulls the other day. January 13th, 1999, Chicago was Michael Jordan, announced his second retirement. Just prior to the start of the lockout short season 19. So I, I just thought I mean Jerry Krause gets booted. This yeah. was I looked it up this morning. This is our <laughs> just just kind of what do you mean? Poetic, poetic a little bit there. So that's there. that's one of the best dates in NBA history. The second retirement, you knew it was coming. You knew it was there if you were around that that were, but it was weird. It just felt right. real weird the whole time it went down. Then of course he goes back with the wizards, as everybody knows, and retires again there. Speaking of the Hawks that was we did earlier. January 13th, 2001. And I mean a legend. And I think I've forgotten legend if you don't watch a lot. If you know. ever you know, went back and watched his games a few times, Dominique Williams just celebrated his jersey getting retired in Atlanta. One of only three players to ever get their jersey retired there, along with Lou Hudson, Bob Pettit. Uh, we'll see. Maybe Matemba. No, I don't think Matemba was there. Yeah. But Dominique, if you watch some games, throwback, like I always say, the game 7 1 in Boston, obviously, where he gets 47 is ridiculous. He even and- highlight reel. He's banking in, like, 30 shots. It's unreal how often he was good at the bank shot. I'm saying the guy banked in shots over and over again. So that will always crack me up, like, the way he played. So be sure to go back and look at his plays here
0: with it. So that's the history. Go ahead. Second best small forward from the in the 80s?
1: It might be. He might. He, the thing is, he played a little late 80s there, too. With it. He, he's probably in that conversation there.
0: Well, he, started, he started in – No, I think that's a good in, what he started, he got drafted in 82, so. Yeah. I guess you're right. He played
1: most of the 80s there. So what,
0: I mean, besides Bird, he's probably the second best small forward in the league. Isn't that he right? Be,
1: yeah, he might be right up there with them. I mean, worthy, is he power forward? And there might be a few guys that maybe give right. him a little up. But I think Wilkins is more of the star. I agree. I mean, it was there other than those guys, so. I'd have to look at that, but I'm I'm okay with that saying that right now. I just now. didn't know
0: if you had another uh name that came to mind. I, I was thinking Bird. No, now, now if I games. get a
1: decade like that 80s. I'm trying to rack my brain real quick with some of the some of the teams on the on the list, but I, I I don't know. I think those are the first ones that a lot of the a lot of a lot of it was big man basketball there too. Right, it wasn't all the true. small four playings. Drexler was considered a shooting guard and all that stuff on that I always show. put
0: him a shooting guard but that yeah day.
1: so that's kind of hard. I mean I know Alex English was good in the in the 80s. He was a bucket. Too. That guy was a bucket. He, he played for Denver as well so I know he he was obviously really good too. So yeah um all right hey let's keep it moving here. Look ahead And that as we're getting to the hour mark here double double podcast on Variety Sports Network and Fat boy, Fadeaway Twitter. Uh look ahead our best games of the week. Um, all right, I want to go just specifically to Martin Luther King Day. I don't know why this one always means a little bit more. I think it's because as a kid, you always had the day off of school. So, yep. You know, it is Martin Luther King's Day, Memphis. It's been cool since they've been in the league, they kind of always have a game every day with it. So, uh, some of the games that are coming up on Monday, uh, this week is the Warriors do play the, the Grizzlies on uh, Monday. That is the met that is one of the big game there in Memphis. They play at three o'clock. You got San Antonio at Atlanta, that's also. Uh, the birthplace of Martin Luther King. So they do a they have a game there every day. It's usually some pretty cool ceremonies. I mean if you're into that kind of I mean it's hard not to be the civil right uh, i mean, Martin Luther King's pretty uh, pretty important yeah, person. I'm not a big fan actually pretty important, right. pretty important thing. Well some people some people pretty important thing here with it. I always liked it. I always think it's just great. And I think that way the NBA embraces it, I think for me oh, is yeah. pretty cool as well. Um and they and so they do it pretty well and they have the game they used to have the games even later on TNT so there's only three they have the Oklahoma City plays at Los Angeles. Kind of a little intriguing game to me. That game yeah, is Indiana at Utah. We'll see Halliburton. He's probably out though. That was one of the Orlando at New York and New Orleans at Dallas. That's the one uh, I have circled. It. That's a good game. That's a New good game. New Orleans
0: one. at Dallas. Um, hopefully Lucas playing, everybody's playing. Yeah. because um, that's you know, we we mentioned it earlier. Who do you believe in more? There's a little, you know, little matchup for us. Um yeah, that should be a fun game, fun day of games. Hopefully, Wimby gets to play, you know, more than 20 minutes in the game, um, since it's on TV, but Pops, you know, whatever. Yeah.
1: Pops wasn't too happy at Mr. Krause either. He went he always makes a good ripping once in a while. That once in a while. Yeah. So, yeah, so the I, I just like I said, the other reason I like it is out here on the West Coast, what's the first game start? For me, it starts at uh, 10 o'clock, Houston at yeah. Philadelphia. So it's kind of fun on a day because I work at a school, obviously. So I get the day off there. So it's always, always the way I've had it. So uh, it's kind of fits into my yearly schedule. Nice there with the, with that going on. So that'll be good. Uh, and I can enjoy the, the, the Sunday night games a little bit more football. Right. Guys. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so a little bit of everybody wins. Everybody yes. wins with that. So no, I just really, I just really look forward to those games on Monday because of the, for like I said, like basketball at 10 a.m. That's pretty cool out here. So that mm-hmm. was kind of well, for Paris, the Paris game this week. It started like a, 11 this this time out as I got like work that was kind of weird so Mitchell
0: 45
1: parents he said he was looking forward to going back uh, yeah, so the games. that's what he said so he's getting there with it Doug I feel like another good show this week uh yes. appreciate people tuning in we have as many as eight people in there on the stream here for a little Thank bit we're just trying to do the most we can to grow grow the network grow the show I feel like me and Doug want to put in work give you guys the most NBA content we can we take our time with it try to focus on it give you guys and hopefully in an entertaining way as well. Right. A little different outside the box here on the Double Double Pod. Um, Doug, good show, my friend.
0: Hey, Darren. Obviously appreciate it. Um, got lucky on the trivia. I'll have one for you next week. Sounds good. Um, can't wait to be back with you. Big week of hoops. Uh, Wednesday night we got cabs on ESPN, so that'll be fun. Um, yeah, should be a good week. I can't wait to talk to you next week. I just realized we picked jazz
1: players that started there for our last two weeks. I didn't even think about that. How about, about, those, that, jazz? How about I mean, those jazz? How about those jazz, everybody? How about those jazz? They're all uh, time, jazz
0: team is trouble.
1: They're all with it. Oh, that
0: would be a big trouble
1: there. Um all right. For Doug Stevens, I'm Darren Breyer. Take it easy, gentlemen. Later. See you. Peace.